0: Are you wanting more totally Mackinac island podcast well here's how you can get it be sure to follow totally Mackinac island podcast on instagram not only do i share everything that i talk about on the podcast but then throughout the rest of the week i share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment how that is done up in my instagram stories i also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that i have taken throughout my visit on the island Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There, I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is Totally Mackinac Island. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. And today I'm going to do a little bit of a fun podcast that is um, something I came across on the page that I talk about endlessly, which is MackinawIsland.org. And one thing I like to do is share a bunch of different facts. Um, Something else I want to talk about, too, um, that I'll bring up later are some of the different rock formations for you to visit. Because... I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is how many different places there are like that on the island but we'll come to that another point so this is 10 and a half mackinaw island fun facts all right and this was uh, first published on february 24th uh, 2021 and this is on the uh, org page and what you want to do when you go on that page is you go under there's two like lines like menu lines and you're going to go under um, the one that says blog. Okay. And when you go underneath there, it will have ideas for and it'll say first time visitors. There is 131 different subjects on that. Families, 108. Couples, 101. Adventures, 71. Foodies, 20. Families, first visitors, 4. Adventurers, couples, families, first time visitors, 2 adventures, couples, family, first time visitors, foodies two. Uh, First time visitors two, couples, first time visitors two, couples first time visitors one, adventures, foodies one. Couples, families one, Uh, couple's families, first time visitors, visitors one and couples, first time visitors, foodies one. All right. That is under ideas for explore the topics. Here are the topics. Outdoor activity, 62 history, 46 Seasonal Activities 35, Accommodations 31, Adventurers 31, Hiking Trails and Landmarks 30, Relax 25, Food 21, Bikes 19, Events and Festivals 19, Fudge 17, Nightlife and Spirits 16, Shopping 15, Weddings 13, Water Activities 11, Horses 10, Biking 9, Butterflies 9, Art and Music 8, Pets 6, water 6, golf 5, adventures, history, outdoor activities 2, adventures, outdoor activities 2, business conferences 2, food relax 2, hiking, landmarks 2, hiking, trails, and landmarks, outdoor activities 2, accommodations, food 1, accommodations, history, relax 1. You guys, these are all under the Mackinac island.org under blog, okay? So I am using this to report on a fun subject today, which is going to be um, 10 and a half Island Fun Facts. I'm gonna try and use this a lot for my um, Friday podcast, also some other fun things to share on there too, because these are invaluable facts that are given to us from the island itself. So I, I, you can't go wrong with this, but I'm just trying to get more information out there, as I've mentioned several times to you, so you have that. So this was um, published on February 24th, 2021. And it seems how, no matter how many times you visit Mackinac Island, there's always something new to learn. Some legend to hear, some history to experience. Here are ten and a half fun facts about your favorite Michigan island. As I have mentioned, people think that I have seen the entire island. I still have not. And I think I just saw that somebody that has lived on the island just came across something new on there, too. There's so much to explore there. So it is always fun that you find something new, I swear, with each visit. Mackinac Island is home to the largest lilac tree in Michigan. They discussed this on the um Mackinac Island Carriage Tour, but lilac trees are native to Mac aren't native to Mackinac Island. Uh, but they're an important part of the history and today. In fact, there is a week-long festival dedicated to lilacs that just ended there. And um, the earliest documentation of the lilacs on Mackinac Island come in the 1861 journal entry by Henry David Thoreau. Growing conditions are perfect for this tree and its fragrant flowers. Did you know the largest lilac tree in Michigan was confirmed to be on Mackinac Island? It is listed in, uh, on the Michigan Big Tree Register and is right in front of the Harbor View Inn, which I believe I mentioned when I spoke about that before, but I couldn't remember if I did or not. Uh, It is, Mackinac Island features the second national park and Michigan's first state park. Did you know Mackinac Island was the uh, second national park in the U.S.? Yep. um, Mackinac National Park was established just three years after Yellowstone National Park. Because of Fort Mackinac and the U.S. soldiers already on Mackinac Island, it was an easy and economical transition into the national park. In the 1890s, Fort Mackinac was decommissioned, and in 1895, it was handed over to the state of Michigan and became Michigan's first state park. Mackinac Island is the scene of historic medical breakthroughs, and if you tuned in the one podcast, I did talk about it, but I can never get sick of talking about it. The father of American um, sociology started his unique medical journal on Mackinac Island, I actually just told my client about this the other day. He was fascinated about this. In June 1822, Alexis St. Martin was shot in the stomach from three feet away by an accidental gun firing inside Mackinac Island's American Fur Company store. Dr. William Beaumont, the Army surgeon stationed at Fort Mackinac, rushed to the man only to find a hand-sized wound. Despite keeping Mr. St. Martin alive, the wound would never close. However, Dr. Beaumont took the opportunity to study the stomach. He used St. Martin's stomach to conduct experiments, which many consider controversial. Yes, he he tied meat to a string and dangled it in and out of the hole. Uh, But despite his questionable ways, Dr. Beaumont had a revolutionary discovery that digestion in the stomach is chemical. This was groundbreaking, especially considering the lack of technology and information available at that time. You can learn all about this incredible bit of history at Michigan, um, Mackinac Island's American Fur Company store and Dr. Beaumont Museum. Those are located on Market Street. Mackinac Island uses 10 tons of Michigan sugar per week. I actually took a picture of somebody walking in with a cartload of sugar, and I will share this on the blog and on Instagram for you guys to see this. Uh, You read that headline? Correct. In the peak season, more than 10 tons of Michigan sugar are transported to Mackinac Island each week, and yes, all of it is transported by ferry and then horse-drawn dray. Mackinac Island's famous fudge is a must-try when you visit the island and can be found on any of the seven um, Mackinac Island fudge shops. Mackinac Island is home of the um, world's largest porch. Grand Hotel's front porch is visible from the ferry ride over. At 660 feet, it's the largest porch in the world. In the 1890s, it served as a main promenade and is now lined with rocking chairs for visitors and guests to sit and take in the view. Even if you don't stay at Mackinac Island's Grand Hotel, you can experience the world's longest uh, porch for a small fee, which is $10. There is a sign when you're walking up there on the sidewalk that will tell you that. After 6 p.m., do remember that there is a dress code that is enforced. Mackinac Island has about 500 full-time residents. Many people ask me this. Do people live there year-round? Yes, they do. Uh, Mackinac Island may be um, more of a May to October destination, but it's also home to about 500 full-time residents. In the winter season, locals trade bikes for snowmobiles, and although it's a lot slower than the bustle of summer there, there are a variety of things to do in off-season. Mackinac Island has a public school, go Lakers, America's oldest family-owned grocery store, Dowds Market, and a couple of Mackinac Island restaurants remain open year-round and there are plenty of Mackinac Island events to keep the locals busy. You will see signs uh, that have speed limit that come up once uh, snowmobile season is upon it. And also, I found out this last year, see something new that I learned, that when you are doing the Mackinac Island carriage tour, that they will point out if there are trees that have uh, designated spots for lanterns to be hung from them. Okay, we are going to pause for a short break, and we will be back in a moment. Simple delights for home and heart. Little Luxuries of Mackinac Island is filled with home goods, unique gifts, Michigan-made items, and so much more. It's a one-stop gift shop you do not want to miss while visiting Mackinac Island. If you're not making the trip to Mackinac, shop online in the comfort of your home for all your favorite Little Luxuries at littleluxuriesofmackinac.com. Welcome back to the show and 10 and a half Interesting Facts About Mackinac. Mackinac Island means the place of the great turtle. Before the French or British settled in the area, Native Americans called Mackinac Island, Michelin Mackinac, which stresses me out that it's said that way, but it is, all right, meaning the place of the great turtle. The Ish, excuse me, the Anish Anabak people I am so sorry I looked that up on how to pronounce it it is not easy said that the Mackinac Island rose out of the water like a turtle referring to the limestone bluffs and formations that make up the island the next time you visit visit Mackinac Island pay attention to the turtle influences at businesses shops and the local park if you go back to where the um, lobby or wumpus store is you see uh, a little turtle that is there I will share the turtle uh picture that they have and yeah they are right there is tons of turtles there's a great turtle brewery for heaven's sakes that they have there over 82 percent of mackinac island is state park take a look at a map of mackinac island and you will see the abundance of state park land the 3.8 square mile island is a maze of trails bluffs and geological formations that make up michigan's uh, first state park On Mackinac Island, where time sees a standstill, the state park looks very similar to how it did back in 1895. Here's something that I found interesting. Mackinac Island has 1,400 bikes to rent. You probably know about the motorized vehicle ban, but did you know that there are 1,400 bicycles available to rent? Grab a partner and try out a tandem. Check out a trike for a leisurely ride. Or, if you're feeling adventurous, hop on a fat tire bike and hit the trails. There are also tag-alongs, pet carriers, and electric scooters available for any of those options if you need those. Mackinac Island was the center of the fur trade. I know I have discussed this before, but this is still extremely interesting to me. All right, The area was a profitable place for fur trading. Records indicated that fur trading was popular as early as the 1600s. The waterways had travelers coming through and the abundance of wild animals made it an ideal location for Native American traders. Soon after, the French became involved in trading as well. In 1809, uh, John Jacob Astor established the American Fur Company and monopolized the fur trade market, trading furs valued at more than three million annually. Where were the headquarters? You guessed it, Mackinac Island. Here's a little bonus fact. We can't officially track how many people travel to Mackinac Island, but it said that over one million people visit each year. So you might be thinking, okay, now you've learned these facts. What about who might be in charge of the island while you're there? So this is another great article that I came across, all right? So this was published in November 25th, 2020. So very few places have experienced the continuity of leadership that Mackinac Island has enjoyed over the past half century. Yes, I said half century. It was way back in 1975 that Margaret Dowd was first elected mayor of Mackinac Island. Now 45 years later, and in her 70s, Dowd is one of the longest serving mayors of the his- in the nation's history. There are uh worldwide only a few leaders have been in office longer than Dowd. And they're all kings and queens in countries that have monarchies. So you might say that it makes Dowd like royalty. In fact, she was once crowned the Lilac Queen. But is she in charge of Mackinac Island? Well, yes and no. Mackinac Island is an interesting case study of American system of government. A visit to Mackinac Island actually makes for a nice first-hand civics lesson on how it all works, okay? So, for starters, Mackinac Island is not only an island, it's a city. It is the world-renowned travel destination that attracts over a million visitors each year. But many who vacation on Mackinac Island might not realize about the 500 people that I talked about that live there year-round. And just like where you live, there's local government that's in charge. Like many local governments, the city of Mackinac Island provides water and sewer service, fire protection, and police response. It inspects buildings to make sure they're safe, maintains parks um, for community recreation, and operates a library. I love the library to sit behind there. One of my favorite spots to sit. Plus, it's city that it um, pays to clean horse manure off the Mackinac Island streets in the summer. Dowd oversees all of that. But in a sense, the residents are the real bosses of Mackinac Island because Dowd is answerable to them in a city election each spring. But guess what? The city is only part of the island. In fact, Mackinac Island State Park makes up more than 80% of the island. The state park is overseen by Mackinac Historic Parks, and which is part of the state government. So when it comes to who is in charge of the Mackinac Island treasures, such as Arch Rock and Sugarloaf. It's actually the state, not the city. And the state even keeps the Michigan govern, uh, governor's summer residence on Mackinac Island. I know I've talked about this before, that the governor, uh, whoever's governor of the state of Michigan, they have a residence that they get to go up and see. And you, it's one of those that's up on the bluff, but it's right by Fort Mackinac. Before it became the country's first state park in 1895, Mackinac Island State Park was actually a national park with oversight by Congress. Yeah, the park includes Fort Mackinac, uh, which was a military outpost for the federal government back in the 1800s. At that time, it was the president, the nation's commander-in-chief, who was really in charge of Mackinac Island. And actually, before the Revolutionary War, the fort was built and occupied by the British. So at what time the King of England was the boss of Mackinac Island? Bet you didn't know that. Or if you did, you know more than I ever did. (laughs) Although the Fort Mackinac no longer is the U.S. military stronghold, the federal government still plays a role on Mackinac Island. After all, you can't get into Mackinac Island without going by boat across the Straits of Mackinac or by flying into Mackinac Island Airport. The U.S. Coast Guard and the Federal Aviation Authority oversee both of those forms of transportation to make sure you can arrive safely. So even... um, But even Dowd's lengthy tenure is only a blink of an eye when it comes to the history of her family on Mackinac Island. So here's a little history about the Dowd family. Margaret's great-grandfather, Stephen O'Dowd, arrived on Mackinac Island to escape the uh, potato famine in his native Ireland more than a century before uh, she was even born since then the dowd family has made major impacts on the development of mackinac island into booming tra- uh, travel destination marcus grandpa james dowd and her great uncle patrick dowd started Dowd's market which remains a family business today as her um, it is the oldest family owned sto- grocery store in america i love this grocery store i love going there patrick dowd went on to build many cottages and homes on mackinac island He also expanded and converted a 19th century house into a beautiful Windermere Hotel, which Margaret now runs. This woman astounds me. I'm so fascinated with everything that she does. Uh, Margaret's father, Robert Dowd, served as mayor of Mackinac Island in 1939 and 1940 and was also superintendent of the Mackinac Island State Park. So if you're looking about any fun trivia about long-tenured treaters, Uh, Leaders, excuse me, keep Margaret Dowd in the back pocket. Um, This might be something interesting to have your kids learn a little bit more about. I I am hopeful, this is a big hope, that this winter I will have the privilege to have uh, Mayor Dowd on the show to talk about everything. I'm trying to, with some uh, people have reached out and asked me if I could, uh, different guests to have on there. And one thing that I try to do uh, with some of the ones that are that have businesses or do a lot of that stuff, which I know she's busy year round, but to maybe try and do that off season, because right now, especially at this time of year, they are going into big peak season. And I know that uh, their time is extremely valuable, as it is year round, but I, I'm really trying to hold off until the winter to get some of those hopefully scheduled. So keep your fingers crossed that that does happen. So there's some interesting information. I am so excited to share even more information that I find on this blog because it's a treasure trove. And I love reading everything I can about it and sharing it with you guys. So that concludes this week's episode. And I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.